Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Back for another edition of the podcast. It's Mondays with Matt here with Matt Starkey, investment advisor, representative, and president, owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Find him online at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com and subscribe to the podcast or get yourself some time on the calendar to talk about your situation, financial situation, with Matt and his team at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Com. And we're going to talk this week on the podcast, seven financial planning strategies for women. So we're going to get into a conversation about some things here and run through this uh, for some folks out there. Because, you know, Matt, this is certainly still an underserved market in a lot of ways. And I know that you're really big on making sure that when you're working with couples, uh, you're working with both parties so that they are aware of what's going on. Because unfortunately, often us men pass away first. And a lot of times the ladies are left, you know, uh, kind of behind the eight ball, if you will. And they come in to see an advisor and they kind of trying to figure out where they're at. So we want to talk about some places where uh, whether you're single or married or, or widowed or whatever the case might be, uh, that you have some things to think about. So that's the topic this week. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Mark. Um, yeah, this is a very important topic for, for folks to think about. Um, you know, we serve a lot of single ladies, either divorced or widowed. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a big, it's become a big part of my practice, actually. Yeah. Um, Which is I great. Think- I mean, I'm glad more people are doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is something that is so so important, and a lot of times, you know, we get caught up in life, and uh, so yeah, we'll we'll hit on some topics today that are going to be hopefully a little bit eye opening for you. Yep. And um, definitely, um, I love to bring to light um, just solutions that that make sense for 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 women, especially uh, today's podcast is is about. So yeah, for sure. And we've got some uh, we've got an article link here. We'll we'll put it in the show notes if you'd like to check it out for some of the resources for some of the stats that we're going to also quote as well. Uh, But we'll get in there and talk about some of the things. There's some pretty surprising things in here. So uh, we're going to start with saving for emergencies, Matt. According to Fidelity's Investment 2021 Women in Investing Study, 34% of women say their financial situation keeps them up at night, right? At least once a month, they are worried about, you know, just their finances. And, you know, starting off with a a good, uh, you know, emergency fund can go a long way, right? I mean, that's a good place to have. You want to have a a few months worth of of assets set aside in case, you know, something happens. Yeah, that's true. And this is a big one. Um, An emergency fund is so, so important, I think, for a lot of reasons. But number one, it's in the back of your mind. If you are having trouble sleeping at night, um, worried about this, that expense, Um, if you have young children, too, this makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah, no matter what your age, right? If you're a single single woman, for whatever reason, for sure. Yep, yep. And um, so I think Ladies, for for your sake, um, having a good emergency fund, um, normally, what does that account for? Well, I start out with, okay, if you have $1,000 in the bank, that's a great start. Sure. Um, but but normally, what we want to do is we want to look at your monthly budget. And so we find out how much does it take every month to, to pay those fixed expenses like your housing, your utilities, right? Um, vehicle insurance, and whatnot. And there's uh, a good food. chance $1,000 is not going to cover that. A so. good chance a thousand is not going to cover it in, right. in today's day. So, but the second the th- second thing, once you have a thousand saved up, that'll pay for if you have a flat tire in your car, or that'll pay for um, maybe um, an unexpected bill, or, or maybe something around the house um, that you need to pay for. Sure. So, yeah, thousand yeah, dollars is a good a good starter. Uh, if you have that, um, next I look 
let's go to three months of our expenses. So I was going to say cat- advisors do different things, man. I was going to say, what are you kind of, what's, what's your thought for folks? You hear three months, you hear six months, you hear 12 months. Sometimes 12 seems like it's a little hard for people to kind of put that much away, but yeah. Yeah. And, and you got to think about single ladies here too. If we're not, we're not married and if you don't have a family, Dual maybe, income. You have, maybe you could be single with children, which would would be even more important to have that yeah. emergency fund, but um, but yeah, the, the next thing I look at is three months of your expenses. So okay. if we look at your monthly cash flow, all those fixed expenses and flexible, I just want you to do a short budget that will identify that and say, okay, if my budget is you know thirty five hundred dollars a month, then I need to set aside you know I need to have ten thousand dollars in the bank really um, right. because that's going right. to account for about three months of my expenses. Yeah, in case you lose and, a job or you know or the pandemic, right? I mean, think about how many people got caught. Uh, losing their job during the pandemic and an emergency fund would have come in really, really helpful. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think the government would have gotten involved to the level that they did if everybody was financially independent or okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. So, so there was a lot of big changes there. And um, yeah, that's exactly what your emergency fund is for. It's for emergencies. So yep. it's not for like, if you get hungry and you need to need to, you know, <laughs> no order <door> sushi, <laughs> sushi on Friday night for DoorDash. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not an emergency. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> by, by, yeah, three three months um, of your expenses. Okay. Anything more than that? I mean, you definitely want to talk to your financial planner or myself. That would every situation's a little bit different, so you might be reasonable to have more than three months. But I like to get that money invested. If we have three months, that's most people. I've in fact, I I rarely see somebody that asks to use all three months yeah, of their yeah, emergency. Good point. Fund. Yeah. So whether you're single, uh, divorced, or widowed, you know, having an emergency fund in place will certainly come in handy because you you are you know not running that dual income that you may have experienced at one point. So uh, just kind of bear that in mind. All right. So number two, paying off debt. Obviously, pretty uh, a sound strategy as well. The same Fidelity study also found that out of those women that said their finances were keeping up at night, thirty seven percent said they had major concerns concerns about how to manage their debt. Yes, this is one of those things. And I'm going to wave my red flag here. When I talk to people, married or single, um, one of these things that I frequently run into is people have these little small debts on credit cards. It could be two or three thousand dollars or four or five thousand. But what you have to do is you have to really look at the interest rate on this stuff. If you let those balances go and you don't pay something off every month, what happens is the interest right now we're in a super high interest um, Big time. arena also. And so those, a lot of those rates are jumping to like 20% and you have to really watch this carefully because uh, if you're sitting on money and savings and you can pay off these small debts, do it. Um, it's like paying yourself 25% instead of paying the credit card company 25%. Not then when you have that monthly payment, like you would have made for $300 to the credit card, mm-hmm. Put that in your bank account next month. Heck so yeah. pay off pay off those debts. Pay yourself twenty percent interest or twenty five percent interest, and get out of debt. If you're having trouble with that, uh-huh. definitely give us a call right away. Don't be embarrassed or ashamed. Call somebody for help, and let's set a plan to get you out of debt. Getting yeah. out of debt is the number one freedom that you're going you're going to experience such an endorphin rush when you get when you pay those debts off. And if you have to start out, if you got several of those, um, if you're single, be careful. Uh, what happens too is if you have several different creditors, or even if they're small amounts, by paying a minimum payment on each of those, often it shorts you cash, and then you get behind. And yeah, and you're just doing it's it. It's really really hard to get out. So yeah. I'll help you consolidate those. Get get a strategy to pay them off and get you feeling really 
proud and um, accomplished with your own financial situation. Well, my, you know, Matt, that's good advice too by by trying to get rid of that and that twenty percent going back into your pocket, so to speak. That works well for our next one, which is planning and paying your future self for retirement because future you is waiting, right? And so at some point you're going to be older, and according to the U.S. Census Bureau, women are more like uh, more likely than men to have re- no retirement, zero or no retirement savings set aside. Fifty percent of women in the Bureau, Census Bureau said they had zero retirement savings at all. And 47% of men said they didn't have any, which is just, I mean, these are staggeringly bleak numbers. Yes, these are shocking numbers, but they tend to be true. Um, what I find too is uh, frequently, you know, if you've been through a divorce, um, that cuts your retirement right in half. I mean, yeah. automatically. And then if you haven't have had any joint shared debt uh, during that time, that's also another killer because that eats away your savings. You're paying off the other spouse mm-hmm. and, or and or paying debts for the, another person. So, but as a single person, yeah, you got to have some thoughts about, hey, um, I'm doing fine now, but what about in the future? Yeah, what's future me how, look like? Yep. How do I retire? How 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 does that look? And then am I have, going to have to be dependent on anybody else? Um, what if that other person isn't there to be dependent on? So you've got to really make sure that you have a strategy. And even if you're married, um, make sure that you're aware. So many times people go through life and they don't they, they let a spouse or another person handle some some things and all of a sudden five years or ten years go by mm-hmm. and you're you're in this situation where you don't have a retirement savings this is so important and the earlier you start I you know if right out of college start putting aside 10 percent of your income for your future self and you will never regret that because it does add up compound money the time in the market makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah, great point. Yeah, and so you've got to, you know, where you can, if you're working, put some money away. Make sure you're putting money into that 401k, especially if there's, uh, you know, or whatever plan is the right plan for you. Uh, if you're getting that free money match, make sure you're taking advantage of that. I know it sometimes it's hard if you feel like you're scrimping by, and we've all been there in, in one point or another in life, make sure you're putting the money in to get at least that free match back from the company you work for, because that's just 100% return on your money. So you should certainly do that. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. What do they say, Matt, about uh, opening up a, a business? It's location, location, location. Well, this is uh, budget, budget, budget is the next one on our list. Most women say 71% uh, said that creating a personal financial plan or strategy made them feel way more confident about their financial situation. And I know that makes you happy because, you know, while people don't like the B word per se in budget, uh, having a personal strategy makes a lot of sense. And uh, that's music to your ears, I know. Yeah. If you want to be a smart woman, labeled a smart woman, uh, meet with your financial planner and do it regularly. You know, this is one thing too, where as much as we don't want it to be, women are still often struggle with a wage gap where they are tend it's to make better. a little bit. It's, it's getting better, it, but yes. It is, but yeah. um, they tend to make a little bit less than the traditional male role in that same profession. But right. when you have a personal financial plan ready or a strategy built in, think of how much confidence that can make you make you have. It, take it that for anything in life. I sure. mean, if you're planning uh, a weekend away with friends or if you're planning to go out and buy your first home, having a strategy, having a plan, having looked at what's my budget and what's well, uh, how much can I afford, just doing the little bit of time that it takes to plan in advance um, gives you a lot more confidence. And so, yeah, I can see why the study shows that people are more confident when they have a financial plan. Um, also, you want to make sure that 
you're using an advisor like myself that's a fiduciary that's looking out for your best interest, not trying to sell you a, a, a product here and right, there. That right, right. But you, you really, in today's day and age, they're a little bit, I'd say a little bit easier to find that it's not necessarily true, but you want to have somebody that has your best interest at heart, that really understands your goals and needs. and that To come up with you. that strategy, right? That can help you with the strategy. Yeah. yeah. And, and and being single is not not a necessarily a bad thing. There's a lot no. more people that do this and they do it successfully. But the people that do it successfully set up a plan in advance. Well, to your point, this same Fidelity study found that 77% of women said they uh, be more confident in their financial future if they did have the help of a financial professional helping them. Uh, so whether that's, you know, it doesn't really matter what walk of life it is that you're working in, get an advisor. And I think there's a misnomer to that sometimes too. Sometimes people think, and it's a little bit of an older misnomer, it's been going away, but it's like only the rich folks can afford to hire a financial advisor. And that's just not the case anymore, right? So uh, definitely right. get yourself with someone who can help you plan and strategize there. Let's go to the next one, Matt. It's a diversification uh, in the investment. So if you are starting to do some things and you are starting to be optimistic and uh, proactive about paying your future self, make sure you're diversified. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this goes back to everything we believe about investment and money management. Um, naturally, the the best return on your money is sometimes the return of your money <laughs> when we're in a volatile market. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, you got to have a diversification under your investment portfolio because what happens is it reduces the amount of risk that you're taking. It exposes you to greater asset categories for um, different areas to achieve return. And it gives you a safety, kind of a, a safe way to invest that will give you more peace of mind. It You're not going to get necessarily the high of the highs, but you're not going to get the low of the lows. So when we mix asset categories, it's taking different pieces of let's let's think of it in terms that women can relate to is cooking and um, if you are cooking up a nice recipe that comes out perfect and a lot of times there's different ingredients that you're using to make this mix um, but when you let's if you're going to bake a cake you know you've got several different things that make up the entire and it comes out and yeah if you, and if you put beautiful. too much of yeah you put too much of one thing in there right it kind of messes up the whole thing yeah, and a diversified portfolio kind of works like that. Um, you can, just like you said, if you have too much of one thing. <laughs> I put um, too much oil in a cake and it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so that's just it. I mean, you gotta you got to think about your portfolio. 91.5% of our the success of our portfolio comes from the different categories that we own within it. Yeah. 4.6% okay. or about 5% comes from a specific asset that we own within the asset categories. So gotcha. we want to make sure that you have a good diversification. I won't go too into depth in this because a lot of times it goes over your head. But what I want to relate to you is next time you're making that recipe, think about your portfolio and just think what happens like like Mark said, if you put all oil in it, you're yeah, going to have right. a really bad. It was not. Result. It was not a good cake, folks. That do not advise you to do that. To mess <laughs> that's that. That's right. Up. That's right. But a little bit of oil, a little bit of water, some eggs, some eggs, some flour, yeah, milk, know, yeah. flour, yep. yep, and some frosting on top for your retirement. There you go. <laughs> all right. So, final one, Matt. We'll wrap it up here with creating an estate plan. Now, this one. 
it's probably definitely going to be last on the list, especially if you're single uh, and you're trying to get all these other things in place. But at least consider or start to have that conversation with uh, a financial professional once you start working with one. Maybe you don't have children yet. Maybe you are single, but you still may want to do something with whatever it is that you leave behind uh, when you you know do pass on. And so that could be a child at that point. You could start saving for what eventually would be a legacy plan for a child. Uh, or maybe it's something you're giving to family or friend or charity. But Either way, it's worth adding adding that to your list of conversation pieces. Yes, it is. Um, and the state plan is really think about the importance of. There's a couple of things to be said for having a good estate plan. You know, you have the rich aunt or the rich uncle who did really well, and not a lot of people knew about it. And that's that single person that managed their finances well. And when you can manage your finances well um, and create an estate plan, it's kind of a, a nice humble way, if you will, to surprise a lot of people to say, wow, they really did a fantastic job. This is one of those things that's seen and sometimes seen, not heard by a lot of people. But if you're single, there's not a lot of reasons to talk about, you know, your estate plan necessarily, but you need to have one done. Um, One of the big things people fail to realize as a single person, if I end up in the hospital uh, from an accident, let's say I walk out on the street here and I get hit by a car. Three things could happen. I could be okay, which I don't need a power of attorney. If I die, I might need a will in place to let everybody know who gets my assets when I'm gone. And then the third thing that could happen is I am on life support and it could be a while. And if I don't have a power of attorney, that's somebody named in a legal document that can make financial decisions for me Mm -hmm. or healthcare power, they can make my healthcare decisions for me. These are really part important documents in yeah. an estate plan. Um, and a power of attorney is the most important document you'll sign while you're alive because it gives us somebody else the power to become you. This mm, should be somebody yeah. that you trust, that um, knows you very well, likely a best friend or maybe a parent. Um, a sibling, it, or even right. A, yep. Even a sibling, yep. yep. And you want to have an estate plan if you're over 18, because these documents are, again, the most important ones you'll have. Yeah, what if you got an accident, right? And even if you're single and you got an accident and someone need to make decisions for you and, you know, you're in your 20s or something like that. So, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. And if you're, if they need to make medical decisions, I mean, this is, so, so this takes some thought, but you also want to work with a qualified estate planning professional and an attorney to get documents that are legal in your state and- Then once you have those documents, you want to notify the people that you're leaving in charge so that they can um, manage your estate. So, yeah, and it's not as expensive as people, as people think it is either. So No, uh, and, and a, a good estate plan um, can, can be fantastic. If you're working with a financial advisor who's holistic like myself, this is definitely part of our conversation with every person that comes through our door. Because um, if you're a client of mine, I want you to have that power of attorney on file with our office. Because guess what? Someday, somebody's going to have to call. And it's not going to be you, and they're going to need to know what you had, what what's in, going on, and what access to your accounts looks like. And uh, if you have a working power of attorney, we can work with them on that. Okay. If you don't, I've, there's a I lot of red client, tape. <laughs> I had a client that was single and a single lady. She got COVID and ended up dying, mm. and didn't didn't have these documents in place, and it was horrific. You know. Everything has to go through probate at that point. Yeah, it's tough. My attorney friends say yeah, that's a minimum of nine months because they have to post and make sure all your creditors are informed and and go through the the process. So it's likely in Michigan a minimum of nine months, but it could be a couple of years 
um, and and had a client who inherited something from a friend out of, in another state, and um, they it did. It took over two years for her to actually get the inheritance. But uh, so having a good estate plan is just a good thing to do for everybody, and especially if you're a single female. Um, having one of these makes you look really, really smart. And, you, you know, you want to have those conversations. So well, next time you're talking with your girlfriends, uh, definitely bring that up and find out if they have their it's, estate plan. Yeah, financial independence is, in general, bring it up, right? This, this is a, such an important topic. And you can have so much more peace in your heart living day to day, waking up, not having the stress of finances. If you work with an advisor and get these things under control, these are seven easy steps that we'll address with you. And it'll give you peace of mind and confidence. So it's like putting on your your dress and your heels and going out for a, for an evening with confidence. There you go. All right, folks. Well, that's the podcast this week. Again, we'll have some uh, have a link in there if you'd like to check out the article as well. So if you've got some questions, get on the calendar, have a conversation with Matt. Find him online at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. He and his team there, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Uh, this has been Mondays with Matt. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Mark. And thanks, everyone, ladies, for listening. Um, Go ahead and share this with your friends. Um, You can share us through email uh, or um, giving them the link to our podcast. So Mondays with Matt. There you go. And we'll see you next time here for another edition of Mondays with Matt with Matt Starkey from Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.